You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show hosted by Pastor Matt and Jessica Stahlbaum. Hey, what's up and welcome to Morning Breath, your drive time devotion. Sure to jumpstart your day. I'm Matt. This is Jessica. Hi, it's Jessica (laughs) and Matt. (laughs) Matthew chapter 15. How you doing, Jessica? Doing good. December 21st. Come on, Christmas. T minus four days. Yeah. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Everything's wrapped under the tree, ready to no. go. <laughs> Everything's bought. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's impressive. I think I finished today. One of our kids wants sour Skittles in their stocking. We still do stockings for all of them and then each other, which I love. Oh, I well, love I don't that have tradition. my stockings done. But. Oh, oh, reminder. <laughs> Friendly reminder. Get your stocking and stuff for me. But, um... Yeah, Reagan wants sour Skittles, and I went to four stores today, four stores, and I could not find sour Skittles. Where do you think I should get them? Amazon.com. There's no time. (laughs) (laughs) Prime. Get them things. Ah, sour Skittles. Who knew there'd be a shortage on sour Skittles? Uh, Obviously not Skittles. Yeah. Because they make more. Don't taste the rainbow. (laughs) That's what the theme of this Christmas is. Yeah, I'm excited about Christmas. Uh, four days to go. Kind of crazy that it's here already. Yeah. What are you looking forward to? Well, we got Christmas Eve services coming. Yep. Christmas Eve Eve and Christmas Eve. Get to a service. Yes. I'm telling you, let it even become your first service back to church. You know, if you haven't been in a building, I'm telling you what, it, you know, if you're worried about masks and all that, wear your mask, uh, social distance. We're, we're putting tickets out so we don't oversell any of the services. So they all are under a certain capacity that meets with like, you know, health and all that fun stuff. Yeah. CDC, Florida, blah, blah, blah. All the things and all the stuff we talk about and think about all the time. So love to see at a Christmas Eve service. Yeah. Christmas Eve. Eve. Tons of different options in different locations. It's crazy. ECCC.us. You can find all the service options and the links to the tickets and everything. But we have two on Christmas Eve Eve. And then um, those, I think that's the latest one in the evening for those who work during the day. And then there are... 11? 11 on Christmas Eve Yeah, in four locations. Yeah, you should find one that works. Yeah, so we're doing right? 13 Christmas services to spread everybody out. It'll be amazing. It'll be the best of the best, the fun, music. Best candles, party in town. Best party in town. That's right. It'll be incredible. So I'm really excited. encourage you to come. Christmas Eve is always fun. And on Christmas Day, we're only going to have, or excuse me, the, the next Sunday, Sunday after. after Christmas Eve, three services. So you need to pay attention to when, when and where all those are. And I believe I'll get this by memory. 9 a.m. at Coco, 10 a.m. at Parkway, and 10.45 at, at Vieira. Vieira. And just three services total. Uh, so get to a Christmas Eve service. Get your family there. Uh, let's get the tradition back alive and, yeah. and make it merry again. I'm excited. It's going to be great. Anything else new? <sighs> I don't know. You what do you want for Christmas? What do I want for Christmas? Your two front teeth. <laughs> sure. I, you know that dumb I've got song. great teeth. Okay. <laughs> you do have great teeth. I don't teeth. want any more teeth. I'll take the teeth I have. You have great teeth. I'm excited for family, for Christmas presents, uh, for all sorts of things um, that we're doing. Just uh, food. We do great food at Christmas time. You're Italian, so your mom always does lasagna, which was such a weird thing for me at yeah. first, 17 years ago when we got married. Sure. But now I love it. Oh, my gosh. Your mom makes the best lasagna ever. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. Being Italian, uh, we would always have Italian feasts at Christmas Eve. And it's just... Seafood. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We'd also do seafood um, 
as well. So Christmas Eve was uh, seafood. Christmas Day is Italian That's food. Lasagna. So yeah, yeah. I'm excited. It's so much better than ham and turkey because you get that on Thanksgiving, and then and why, one month later, yeah, one month later you do that yeah. weird meal you never do. So instead, we do something more localized to our <laughs> <Weird> culture. <meal. laughs> so you can have it twice in a year, yeah. one month apart. Yeah. So morning breath. If you're joining us for the first time and you're sick of hearing about Christmas food because you're hungry, mm. it's coming. Um, morning breath is a time where we read our Bible. We re- we read one chapter together and then we talk about the verses that stick out to us. And so we'd love if you joined us and did this as your devotion time. And I use the morning breath schedule to read every day, even mm. on the weekends when we're not doing the show. So we have the schedule and everything that you need available to you at our website, eccc.us, or our app, the East Coast app, or you can call the church offices anytime, 321-452-1060. That's awesome. That I'm is. considering actually switching to the schedule that you do next year. Are yeah, Contemplating it. Well, pray for me because I still need to make the schedule. <laughs> next year. (laughs) No, of course you're going to make it. I'm just, I have something different that I've been doing this year and I'm just considering switching off to something new Mm -hmm. and doing soap and keeping a journal and all that. It's pretty exciting because I made the schedule for the entirety of 2020. I'd never done that, made it for a whole year. I made it in like November, December, 2019, not knowing at all what this year was going to look like. And every chapter we've done has just lined up with like what I have needed. Like it's worked for me. I hope it's been great for everyone else, but it's just awesome how God is in the details. He's in the future. He's in wherever we need him. He's always omniscient, omnipresent. Yeah, that's good. That's awesome. All right. We're in Matthew 15 and I'll read to through 20 and you will tell me to read. Read please. (laughs) Then some Pharisees and scribes from Jerusalem came to Jesus and said, Why do your disciples violate the tradition, religious laws handed down by the Jewish elders? For your your disciples do not ceremonially, wow, words, ceremonially wash their hands before they eat. He replied to them, why also do you violate the commandment of God for the sake of your tradition handed down by the elders? For God said through Moses, honor your father and mother, and he who speaks evil of or insults or treats improperly father or mother is to be put to death. But you say, if anyone says to his father or mother, whatever money or resource that I have that would help you is already dedicated and given to God. He is not to honor his father or his mother by helping them with their need. So by this, you have invalidated the word of God, depriving it of force and authority and making it of no effect for the sake of your tradition handed down by the elders. You hypocrites, play actors, pretenders, rightly did Isaiah prophesy of you when he said, this people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far away from me. But in vain do they worship me for they teach as doctrines, the precepts of men. After Jesus called the crowd to him, he said, listen and understand this. It is not what goes into the mouth of a man that defiles and dishonors him, but what comes out of the mouth, this this defiles and dishonors him. Then the disciples came and said to Jesus, do you know that the Pharisees were offended when they heard you say this? He answered, every plant which my heavenly father did not plant will be torn up by the roots. Leave them alone. They're blind guides, leading blind followers. If a blind man leads a blind man, both will fall into a pit. Peter asked him, explain this parable about what defiles a person to us. And he said, are you still so dull and unable to put things together? Do you not understand that whatever goes into the mouth passes into the stomach and is eliminated, but whatever word comes out of the mouth comes from the heart, and this is what defiles and dishonors the man? For out of the heart come evil thoughts and plans, murders, adulteries, sexual immoralities, thefts, false testimonies, slanders, verbal abuse, irreverent speech, blaspheming. These are the things which defile and dishonor the man. But eating with ceremonially unwashed hands does not defile the man. Then Jesus went out from there and departed from the region of Tyre and Sidon. 
And behold, a woman of Canaan came from that region and cried out to him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely demon-possessed. But he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and urged him, saying, Send her away, for she cries out after us. But he answered and said, I was not sent except to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then she came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, It is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. And she said, Yes, Lord, but even the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered and said to her, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be to you as you desire. And her daughter was healed from that very hour. Jesus departed from there, skirted the Sea of Galilee, and went up to the mountain and sat down there. Then great multitudes came to him, having with them the lame, the blind, mute, maimed, and many others. And they laid them down at Jesus' feet, and he healed them. So the multitude marveled when they saw the mute speaking, the maimed made whole, the lame walking, and the blind seeing. They glorify the God of Israel. Now Jesus called his disciples to himself and said, I have compassion on the multitude because they have now continued with me three days and have nothing to eat. And I do not want to send them away hungry lest they faint on the way. Then his disciples said to him, where could we get enough bread in the wilderness to fill such a great multitude? Jesus said to them, how many loaves do you have? Then he said, seven. They said, seven and a few little fish. So he commanded the multitude to sit down on the ground, and he took the seven loaves and the fish and gave thanks, broke them, and gave them to his disciples, and the disciples gave to the multitude. So they all ate and were filled, and they took up seven large baskets full of the fragments that were left. Now those who ate were 4,000 men, besides women and children, and he sent away the multitude, got in the boat, and came to the region of Magdala. 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 <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's funny. So you can start where you want, but at first I have to say this. When it said, um, rightly did Isaiah prophesy of you, and he's talking to the Pharisees, this people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far away from me. That like hit me in the heart of just like, I never want to be like that. Like I never want to be praising God and then but my heart is far away. I don't know. It just hit me really hard. Like, I don't want that to ever be. I want my relationship with the Lord to be authentic and genuine always. I don't want my heart to be far from him. And then I'm just like putting on this show, you know, like this Christian act, like just going to church and going through the motions and not actually like having this like dialogue and relationship with him. So that's just personal. I like it. Yeah. Um, I, what's that, that actually stood out to me too. Just the, I don't know. It's it's so easy to get into this fake flow of of the world that we live in, even with each other as an example. Hey, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm great. Move on. You know, and there's no real exchange of uh, really what's going on and in, in heart connection, and uh, you know that can creep into our relationship with God where we don't actually open up to Him. I was thinking about it uh, even a couple weeks ago. Sometimes we don't open up to the Lord. Uh, we do it for a lot of different reasons, but you just don't want to deal with it. You just don't want to get into it. You just don't even want to think about it. It's easier just to stuff it down, stuff it down, stuff it down, and then you wonder why people are feeling burnout and you know getting frustrated. Mm-hmm. Burnout, overwhelmed. 
the burnout comes because you're not really dealing with the issues going on in your life. And God yeah. wants you to deal with those issues. He wants you to connect with him. Uh, even if you're upset and angry, I've, there's been a few times where, you know, I, I didn't let the, the Lord have it, but I just unfiltered tongue to God. Just like, I'm sick of this. Why is this happening? Rah, 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 you know, just let it out. And, um, okay, now that I've got that out, at least I'm being honest with God in this moment. And now he can speak with me, uh, what I really need. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so there's that side of it too, just not ignoring what's really going on around you. But I, I don't know what really stood out to me was this thing about traditions. And, uh, you know, he kind of puts these guys in their place where basically he's, uh, he's questioning, they're questioning him about washing hands. And he's like, you want to get into about washing hands? You guys are have these traditions that you're destroying and that you're manipulating people with. Let me talk to you about the traditions that actually matter. And then he goes on about what goes in your heart, comes out of your mouth and things like that. But it, it got me thinking about our Christian traditions that I've grown up accustomed to. And then really what I see happening in the world around me, uh, many of these traditions are being destroyed in one year, literally in 2020, mm -hmm. people are recreating the world that they're living in, the things that they do, and they don't even realize the consequences of their decisions. Um, just for instance, church at home online uh, when you don't have to, okay? Just because you want to. Now, I think if my children don't grow up in a community of believers and they really only get to experience church online, mm. what will that be like for them? You know, how, what kind of people will they be? Um, people that would have said for the last hundred years straight, homeschooling is wrong because you're not in social environments <laughs> are now like, I'm going to be at home and watch everything on TV. Now, let me preface all this again is when you don't have to. Like, if you have to, you have to. And that's fine. Um, but this is not sustainable. Like, church online as the norm is not sustainable for the human existence. Yeah. Unless you have to. If you don't have to, and I understand the people that have to. and going, I know people watching this are going to church online right now. And I'm not, I'm not hacking on you. I'm just saying, is this the tradition you want to create for the rest of your life? Or maybe, just maybe, God would call you back into community. And the tradition of joining together with believers, seeing people's faces, singing together, worshiping, people outside of your family. Your children need mentors. They need friends. They need Christian friends. They need Christian community. Mm -hmm. They need these things in their life. And I, to, to begin to just get to the point where you've pulled back completely, uh, I would say at some point you need to ask yourself, when am I ready to re-enter the Christian community? When am I ready to come back? Uh, I'm waiting for a vaccine. Okay, well, that's coming, right? I'm waiting for this. I'm waiting for that. When those things come, make sure that you begin to step into the Christian traditions that you, um, that you know you should. And uh, another thing is, you know, there's some people that have never been to church and you're catching a lot of the stuff we're doing online. Like you're just literally catching it, you know, 
you're you're finding East Coast on Facebook and YouTube. And you know what? At some point, we want to welcome you into one of our spaces if you can. If you don't live in another state or you you can physically come, we want to see your face. We want to connect with you. We want to have a relationship, a physical face-to-face relationship because, and I'm going on here a little bit, but um, there's some things you can't do from distance, okay? Uh, you can't you can't hug from a distance. You can't wipe each other's tears from a distance. Mm. That'll get you, you know? Um, that whole song, you know, Lean On Me. I'm going to add that before you say that. I was on the phone with someone today, and they were talking about something. I don't even remember what. And they just said um, it touched them, and they started crying but I could not tell in their voice that they were crying. Like if I'm crying, you can tell in my voice. I have a very like ah, cry, but this person did not. And she said, Oh, I got to wipe my tears off. And I'm like, you're crying right now. We're on the phone. I had no idea she was crying. Mm-hmm. It was so weird to me. So that really is true. Yeah. Now, granted, I've been on the phone with people crying. I've prayed with them and I can't be in everybody's room everywhere all the time, but trust me, phone, internet, text messages, YouTube, Facebook, blah, 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 is not a substitute for real people in your life. People that can see the tears rolling down your face. Someone that can say, how are you doing? And you say, fine. And they go, are you sure? Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm one of those people. I usually ask people how they're doing when I know they're not doing well. I can see it on their (laughs) face, their body language. So when they say they're fine... I already know they're lying to me because I've, that's why I'm asking you, right? I don't ask people that are doing good how they're doing. I'm just not one of those people. But if I see something's wrong, I'm like, how are you doing? I'm good. I don't know if I believe that right now. Yeah. Well, I'm getting better. That's more like it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, what so are you going to say about Lean On Me, that song? Yeah. How are you going to lean on somebody on, on Zoom chat? You know, you're not yeah. going to. And uh, hey, look, if the world, world business wants to office from home, work from home, Zoom, everything, fine. Even more of a reason that you need fellowship and Christian community and face-to-face interaction and do not forsake the fellowship, the gathering of believers. Could be a blessing in disguise because the the people you actually get around are believers and the people that you don't get around are the people that drive you nuts at work, right? So could be a blessing in disguise. I'm just going to say let's not create traditions out of – a band-aid that we've put on our culture right now. Yeah. This has got to be a band-aid. Well, a temporary fix. Like we had to go church online all in, right? In yeah. March, we had to. Yeah. We did. It was awesome. I We speak from experience. Do you think it's so much easier as pastors to do church online? <laughs> easier. It is quote unquote easier, right? The easy button. But easy is not, no thing that is easy is usually worth doing for very long. I just yeah. told my kid this, like nothing that is, Anything that is hard is something that's worth doing and pressing through and learning. Like our son with soccer, like, yes, it is not going to, not everything is going to come naturally to us. And those things are actually worth spending the time and doing and pressing through. Yeah. Right now, church online is for two categories of people, people that are vulnerable to a COVID virus and need to distance. And that's a huge community of people. And and we're embracing that, and we're all in on that, right? And then two is for people that maybe would never even connect to a church unless they saw us online, right? But I'm telling you, over the next months, six months, whatever, we don't know when re-entry into society is going to be safe for certain people. It's going to convert. It's going to convert away from people that are going to church online as a substitute for 
joining church in person, and it's going to be reaching people that would never walked into a church building, but eventually we would want that person to find a real in your face people touch the hand, you know, give that person a hug community where you can, there's something that happens in community. And I, I hate that I'm even talking about this because I know some of you are suffering because you're missing your community. And I know this is a place for you to connect right now. And we're all in on it. And that. we love and you. And we love you. And, and I'm glad you're And this is you're for connecting. you. We're doing this, this for, for you. you. This is all to connect with people online. You don't have another place. But you got to pick up the phone and call somebody. You got to Zoom somebody. You got to text somebody. You got to social distance outside somewhere. I get that. Let's let's keep that going till the time where that needs to end. Let's not let this whole thing become a human tradition for effort. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. What else did you see? I saw verses 18 and 19 and 20. But whatever word comes out of the mouth comes from the heart, and this is what defiles and dishonors the man. For out of the heart come evil thoughts and plans, murders, adultery, sexual immoralities, thefts, false testimonies, slander... These are the things which defile and dishonor the man. He was talking about the ceremonial, ceremonially washing the hands being a defilement versus, no, it's actually a matter of the heart. Like out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And that's why it's so important to watch what you put before your eyes, what you listen to, what you put in your ears, um, even who you follow and who you're getting information from. A long time ago, I had to go through my Facebook and I had to unfollow a bazillion people. And really it wasn't necessarily the people I was trying to unfollow. I was just trying to like fill my feed with things that I wanted to put before my eyes, not even just um, frivolous things. I wanted like uplifting things. So I started basically following the uh, pastors and worship leaders and people who were like just putting things out about the Lord versus I just needed that instead of all the complaining. I was just, when you're just watching complaining, blah, 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 on and on, whether you want to see it or not, it's just that affects you. That affects your mindset. So out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. We have to be so careful what we put in because that is what is going to come out. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. That's what I thought. Is that, is that <laughs> the end of that? Yeah. That's the end of that revelation? I have short, Come on, quick, dig deep. Easy revelation. Deeper. Well, I talk, will say I that care. I do think washing hands is important. <laughs> you would. I a, per, okay, even washer. before COVID, he was a hand washer. I'm, okay. I'm a hand washer. Washing Always has been. Rank, dank, stanky hands. Okay. <laughs> this is not new for him. This actually like brought him to another level. We're just getting back to like normal level. But I, it's it, you know what it does is it speaks to that like I wash my hands so I'm holy. I do this so I see yeah. and I give and I go to church and so I'm holy and all these things. And it's just, well, are you like, do you actually put your heart into what you're doing? If nobody is watching, would you care? Like, would you still do it if no one saw it? That's the beauty of Christianity mm -hmm. is it's God with us. And, and even in that, uh, thank God he is with us 
even when we can't be with anybody else, even when we are socially isolated and distanced from people, thank God he is with us, right? The word Emmanuel means God with us. Right. He is a substitute for when your father and mother abandon you, when society abandons you, when you can't be around anybody, the Lord will come in in those situations. He'll fulfill your heart. And that's why it's so important for your heart to be with him. That's right. Another thing was verse 14 talking about the blind leading the blind. Leave them alone. They are blind guides, leading blind followers. If a blind man leads a blind man, both fall into a pit. And I thought about all the colloquialisms that we say as a society. It's just the blind leading the blind. You know, like you don't realize how much of that comes from the Bible. Like people saying that normally don't know. I didn't know that that was from here. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. But that just says like, who are we following? Ask yourself, who are you following? Who are you listening to? Who are you letting influence your life? Are you just the blind following the blind, you're both going to end up in a pit with a lion on a snowy day. That's a good book by Mark Batterson, (laughs) by the way. Well, we're at the end of our broadcast, so we're just going to say thanks for listening. Thanks for being a part of Morning Breath. And uh, if you want to share this broadcast out, if you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, please do leave comments. We'd love to see them. You know what else? We preached together a couple weeks ago, and it was called uh, Joy to Your World. And you can find that on our app or our website eccc.us or youtube and you can see us preaching together it's rare right now but i thought it was great joy to your world merry christmas yeah merry christmas we'll see you next time you are listening to the morning breath podcast from east coast christian center please enjoy a word from our sponsors At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Barfield Contracting and Associates is a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor. They are located in Cocoa Village, but service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities. They also offer military and senior discounts and free estimates and appreciate every opportunity they are given. 321 454 4531. That's 321-454-4531. Barfield Contracting, treating you like family. Are you a young adult between the ages of 18 and 29, seeking community and an opportunity to press into the Word of God on a deeper level? Join us at Mezzanine, Sunday nights at 7. Experience powerful and impacting messages alongside like-minded individuals that are passionate about pursuing the heart of God. Download the Mezzanine Church app or visit mezzanine.church to get plugged in. Hi, I'm Scott Langston. I'm a broker associate who has specialized in commercial real estate for the past 27 years. I sell real estate for Remax Elite. I give free broker price opinions to anyone selling real estate. If you are looking to buy or lease real estate, I will represent you at no cost to you. My phone number is 321-403-1111. My website is scottlangston.com. Go out and make it a great day. 
Pineapple Garden, assisted living facility located in Rockledge. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved ones are safe and secure. Find them online at pineapplegarden.com. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing offers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.